0: Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fenske from CN Public Affairs and joining me is David Shinovic, CN's Director of Grain Marketing. David, looking back at November, how did results come out for grain?
1: Well, it might not have felt like it for some, but CN saw its third best November ever for Canadian grain tonnage moved. Tonnage was off about 11% though versus last November, but just the touch-off November 2015 levels. Now that compares to U.S. grain for CN being off about 20% versus last November, that was due to a weaker export rail program to the U.S. Gulf. Now if you look at just bulk grain movement in Western Canada, CN averaged just over 5,000 hoppers a week in November compared to about 5,800 per week last year, and the previous best before last year had been about 5,350 hoppers in 2015.
0: Last month, we talked about weather-related incidents that shut down our main line for a few days, but that was the middle of October. What are the challenges now into December? Why are we not seeing the same performances last year?
1: Well, unfortunately, CN's been falling well short of the 5,000 per week mark recently, and recent performance has definitely not been helped by additional mainline disruptions. You know, mudslides knocked the main line out running into Vancouver in late November, and then on the evening December 1st, there was derailment on the main line leading into Vancouver, and that put that section of track out of service till the morning of December 3rd. And that again disrupted the hopper car flow in and out of Vancouver. And then there's Rupert. On the morning of December 8th, he had an empty eastbound coal train derail on the Rupert main line, and the track was only made passable the morning of December 10th. Now, one positive for the grain supply chain regarding Rupert is that Prince Rupert grain is back to working some shifts on the weekends, though, so that's positive.
0: So lots of challenges, and and now let's talk about solutions to address the capacity issues. One of them has been to get more locomotives out on the network. Where do we stand with those additional resources?
1: Well, the CN active locomotive fleet in Western Canada has been steadily increasing, and CN's brought on 40 locomotives since November 1st, and we expect to bring on another 37 by the end of the year. Now, the main challenge continues to be meeting overall customer demand across CN's book of business, especially in the Western region. And that demand exceeds what the network can currently handle right now with the resources that CN has to work with. Operations is working very hard to meet the challenges posed to the network, and the sheer volume of traffic that CN's handling is exceptional. Take Walker Yard, for example, in Edmonton. This year, we're moving about 4,800 cars per day through Walker compared to about 4,200 same time last year. That's up 13%.
0: You mentioned a strong and unexpected increase in demand. Now, some people have suggested that CN should have seen this growth coming.
1: Yeah, I've heard that. And in the case of some commodities, that demand growth was unexpected by everyone in the industry. You know, take sand for example. Demand's based on a lot of different factors, including the price of oil, natural gas, propane, condensate, butane, and all these factor into whether the energy sector drills more or less. Now, prices fluctuate based on world supply and demand, and prices rose much faster than the industry experts predicted. And the lead time for the energy sector, it's measured in weeks, not months. In the case of intermodal, you know, contracts are big and a carrier only receives three to six months notice from the award of contract to movement. So when additional cruiser locomotives are needed and you have a lead time of six to 12 months, that can cause stress on the network.
0: We've also heard from some who think that CN is moving other commodities instead of grain. How does CN manage the demand from various customers?
1: Well, some people think that, but the opposite's true. You know, for example, there's been a renewed interest in recent months in the crude industry and moving crude oil by rail. In this market, shippers look to rail when pipeline capacity is full. Now, CN right now is not proactively pursuing crude business. CN will look for a more attractive entry point for this market when there's incremental capacity built up to move it. Now, some people might see that as favoring grain movement over crude. Now, CN's got a common carrier obligation. That means it has to provide adequate and suitable accommodation to allow the traffic of all shippers into the network. There are multiple commodity segments experiencing service challenges right now. CN's working hard to improve network fluidity and deliver not just a stronger grain program, but a stronger program overall.
0: Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. For more information, please visit cn.ca slash grain or follow us at CN Railway on Twitter.